Hockey is in the air on this Monday morning as some Bruins will gather at Warrior Ice Arena this morning for the first captain's practice of the preseason. To get you ready, I'm going to recap the top five things you need to know from this past offseason here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, September 12th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app and for the video part of the podcast where you'll get some bonus coverage and breaking news immediate reactions as well. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Feeling a bit sore this morning as we had our end-of-the-year three-pitch tournament on Saturday. Fell short in the semifinals. Just couldn't get the bats going. And also took a pitch off uh, the, uh, I guess, Pretty much just under my knee, so feeling a little tender there this morning as well. Bruins hopefully shaking off some rust this morning as they gather for an informal skate known as the Captain's Practice, hosted, of course, by Patrice Bergeron. Prospects tournament upcoming this weekend. Official training camp will begin sometime next week. Before that all begins, I wanted to talk about the five things you needed to know from this past offseason. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, I understand. It's been a long summer, but hopefully you're jumping on here today and getting everything you need to know about the black and gold. So let's start counting it down, shall we? One of the biggest things you need to know about the offseason was head coach Bruce Cassidy was fired. General manager Don Sweeney was extended. And he hired Jim Montgomery to be the next bench boss for the Boston Bruins. This all came after a Game 7 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. Bruce Cassidy seemed to believe that his job was safe, that he'd be back with the Bruins, and probably rightfully so. He's had an incredible run, especially in the regular season and back in 2019 as head coach of the Boston Bruins. Don Sweeney, team president Cam Neely, decided to go another way, citing perhaps a message that wasn't getting through anymore, particularly with some of the younger players on the team uh, who were afraid to make mistakes playing to try to please the coach instead of playing to their strengths and feeling free to make some mistakes without repercussion. Or not repercussion, but perhaps they were being held 
to a higher standard than um, that really they're able to live up to. Now, is that a function of being drafted too high, having expectations placed upon them that are realistic? AKA Trent Frederick being a first round pick. Can you really expect first round pick production out of him? Bruce Cassidy was simply playing with the hand that he was dealt. He even said as much, you know, you can only um, cook with the groceries that are purchased for you. And so there was a big debate as to whether Bruce Cassidy deserved to take the fall for Boston's shortcomings or if it came more on roster composition and general manager Don Sweeney. Now, the consensus is that Bruce Cassidy did not deserve to lose his job, that he was scapegoated to a certain degree, and that Don Sweeney's track record did not, um, you know, deserve an extension. And uh, here we are, though. Cam Neely, team president, and ownership giving Sweeney their endorsement while Bruce Cassidy shown the door and uh, you know there's only so many coaching hires that you get as a general manager and certainly if things go off the rails here in the next couple of years that would be ripe for a change at general manager for now Jim Montgomery brought in to coach the Boston Bruins he of course recently coached the Dallas Stars was let go due to personal conduct that we later found out was a result of uh, struggles with alcohol addiction and some poor behavior as a result. He sought treatment, he's in recovery, and by all accounts, he's a fantastic hockey mind, very personable, likable guy in the room, and I'm excited to see what he can bring to the Bruins as head coach. Now, Montgomery will be greatly aided by the fact that Patrice Bergeron re-signed with the Boston Bruins, and David Krejci decided to come back after a one-year hiatus over in Czechia. Bergeron's coming off his fifth and record-breaking Selkie Trophy win, playing still at a very, very high level for the Boston Bruins. David Krejci, some questions as to whether he took a step back after playing in Czechia, but he looked amazing at the World Championship, winning a bronze medal alongside David Pasternak. Be a very different team for Jim Montgomery if those two guys weren't back in the mix. Uh, I was expecting Bergeron to come back. Wasn't as sold on Krejci coming back, but both will be playing center for the Boston Bruins this season, and that certainly gives them a fighting chance and makes them closer to a contender than out of the playoffs uh, to be sure. Huge for the Boston Bruins to get those guys back. The alternative would have been Charlie Coyle, your number one center. Pavel Zaka, your number two center. We're going to touch on Zaka here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Athletic Greens. 
What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity and alertness. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition just one scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your gut health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com NHL network. That's athleticgreens.com NHL network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so we're counting down five things you need to know about the Boston Bruins offseason. We've touched on Cassidy being fired. Failed to mention that he was hired in short order by the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, You know, he became the most attractive head coach on the open market and was scooped up quickly by a team with Stanley Cup contention hopes of their own. Then Bergeron Krejci coming back stabilizes the middle and um, the fact that Krejci came back and they had a glut at center allowed them to make a move that should help the team this season and hopefully down the road as well. And that was trading Eric Howla to the New Jersey Devils in exchange for Pavel Zaka. It's a nice move for the Boston Bruins. It's younger. Um, it makes them younger at that front. And former New Jersey Devils head coach Mark Recchi said that, you know, Zaka is skill level, his ceiling, much higher than Eric Halla. He was a fifth overall pick at the infamous 2015 NHL draft. Um, You know, he hadn't developed into a star player for the New Jersey Devils, had been supplanted at the center position by some more recent draft picks in Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes. He's versatile. He can play the wing. And... He's much younger than Hala, which is a bonus for the Bruins. They were able to sign him to a one-year deal, and the hope is everything works out nicely for a contract extension, kind of like what happened with Taylor Hall when he came over from Buffalo. A bit of a uh, learning curve process for everybody involved on both sides, but it ended up being a nice partnership that continued. Um... That will come in handy because of 
some pretty big injury news that came out over the course of early in the offseason as well. Brad Marchand underwent double hip surgery, and he's expected to be out of the lineup until about December 1st. Charlie McAvoy underwent shoulder surgery. He's also expected to be out until around December 1st. And Matt Grizzlick also underwent shoulder surgery. His recovery should put him back in the lineup by November 1st. So in acquiring Zaka, who is a natural center, but it's a left-hand shot, he can play the left wing to take Brad Marchand's spot on the top line to begin the season. So there's a huge opportunity for Zaka to solidify himself as a key member of the Boston Bruins. Playing on a top line, uh, you know, he has a good two-way game in the vein of a Brad Marchand. He'll be able to learn from Patrice Bergeron as well, some of the finer points of playing center. If if he ends up there down the road and uh, a nice little stopgap and it will only make them better when Marshan returns because you'll be able to deploy Zaka who's hopefully confidence further down the lineup and improve the bottom. Losing Marsh for the first couple months of the season cannot be overlooked. Huge losses are the two best players. Up front, like I said, they've made a bit of a contingency on the back end, a bit murkier right now, especially on the right side where you have only Brandon Carlo, right hand shots. Connor Carrick was signed in free agency to add some right hand depth. But I'd still like to see them bring somebody in, perhaps. As they try to figure out how they're going to stay afloat over the first couple of se- months of the season. Because those will be pivotal months for the Boston Bruins. The Ottawa Senators improved. The Detroit Red Wings improved. You can argue the Buffalo Sabres should be improved. So the Bruins can't afford to slip back in the Atlantic Division. Because with the three-point games, it's difficult to get out of that hole. Another positive for the Boston Bruins, though, is um, Jake DeBrusque. A fist. That was a huge story. Last trade request was made public around December, and it hung over the team. That day, he was signed to a two-year contract extension that could help facilitate a trade with the team for the balance of the season did the request over summer he had a fair last year one of his best gold playing on the top line which is where he will start again on the right side playing with Bergeron he should be well set up to Uh, for the Boston Bruins. So those are four things of six here on the list. <laughs> Cassidy fired, Sweeney extended, Montgomery hired, number one, back. Number two, 
Marchand, Max Surgery. We'll say that's number three. Number four, DeBrusque rescinding his trade request. Eric Howla traded for Pavel Zaka. And here's a... David Pasternak yet to sign with the Boston Bruins. Happens. There's going to be questions about his long-term commitment with the team. It's been reported that he is looking beyond this season, wondering who he'll play with if Bergeron and Krejci are done after this season, wondering whether or not this team has Stanley Cup hopes beyond this season or next if these two guys stick around for more than one year, if it's not a last dance scenario. That's very fair. We all wonder that. What's this team going to look like post-Bergeron, post-Krejci? We know there's some sweet pieces on the back end in Jeremy Swayman, Charlie McAvoy, and uh, Hampus Lindholm. Uh, there's, you know, the forwards a bit questionable. Pasternak, of course, key to that. Um, and if he, for some reason, unwilling to commit heading into the season, that things makes things very murky for the Boston Bruins as they begin the season, as they approach the ter- trade deadline, if it becomes clear that he is not going to commit, do you look to trade him? Do you keep him? Risk losing him for nothing in free agency? That's going to be a huge question for this team. So those are the six things you need to know about the Boston Bruins heading out of the offseason. We'll touch on a couple other minor things here in a moment. But first, I wanted to remind you that the Locked On Now, sorry, Locked On NHL podcast is now available in your feeds every single day. A 30-minute daily update on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day free and available on all platforms including youtube so please do subscribe so that you never miss a thing now what i didn't touch on was the draft free agency the boston bruins signed five players on the first day of free agency the big move was acquiring zaka uh, but he also signed forward aj greer to a two-year one-way contract he will have an opportunity to compete for playing time as more of a depth player for the Boston Bruins. Greer, another guy selected in 2015, second round pick by the Colorado Avalanche. He's appeared in only 47 NHL games with two goals, six assists to his credit. And he could be a guy that pops into the third or fourth line at times this season. Uh, Dan Renouf was signed to a two-way contract, as was defenseman Connor Carrick. Goaltender Keith Kincaid was signed to a two-way contract. And Vinny Lettieri was signed to a two-way contract as well. So these are all guys who could be seen in black and gold this season if there's some injuries or other moves that are coming. Depth pieces 
that you need in the organization. Uh, you need that depth in order to compete. Um, AJ Greer, the only guy who got a one-way deal out of all that. At the draft, the Bruins loaded up with some more center prospects, a couple defensemen, really going back to the Ontario Hockey League uh, in a big way for um, the second year in a row and the second time in like the last five years, which is encouraging to see. Speaking of, I did receive my uh, Canadian Hockey League credentials over the weekend, so I'll be able to go cover uh, second-round pick Matthew Poitra playing here in Guelph with the Storm and hopefully uh, be able to see uh, Brett Harrison coming to town, Ryan Mast, Jackson Edwards, uh, fellow Ontario Hockey League prospects uh, here in Guelph and maybe get to travel around to a couple other rinks as well. So that's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that and hope to get some of those guys on the podcast here this season. Speaking of prospects, uh, Canadian Hockey League training camps taking a bit of a break this week as prospects will be traveling to their NHL training camp facilities. Uh, in the case of our Boston Bruins, these guys will be getting ready for the Prospects Tournament, which begins this week in Buffalo. They'll be taking on, I believe, uh, Senators Prospects, Devils, and Penguins Prospects. And um, good chance to see some of these guys in, in action. Uh, Matt Poitra, I know, I believe he has at least three preseason goals so far. Brett Harrison got on the board a couple times in a game against Guelph. Uh, high expectations for these guys at this prospects tournament. And I'm excited to see how they perform against other teams. That's pretty much it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, my friends. We remain three days a week until September 19th. Later on this week, hope to have a guest on to chat about the Bruins goaltending situation. Maybe take one last off-season mailbag. Open that up for any questions that you may have. And uh, yeah, next week we are gearing up for training camp and we are 12 days away from the Bruins' first preseason game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Hope you're all doing well. Had a great weekend. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other today, and we'll be back on Wednesday with a fresh episode of Locked On Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.